Happy Monday. Happy Monday. 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 Monday is Woo! here. Oh, that was awful. We um, love Mondays. We've talked about we, this before. We have talked about this. Mondays are great. We have had a great last week. Yes, we have. Guess what, you guys? Tell them. This week, Jessica threw the best Friendsgiving. And before y'all get mad about COVID, it was little. Don't worry. But it was so fun. And I don't know if you guys saw on our story, but we made, well, not we, (laughs) Jess made. She's very nice to me. The cutest charcuterie board. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. It was incredible. And Cade did the turkey. Oh my gosh. It was incredible. You guys, Cade didn't know what he wants for Christmas. Like he literally has had no idea. I'm like not at the house the other day. And I get two text messages, and he's like, I want these both for for Christmas. And it was a apron. Like, he wants this special apron that he saw on Bon Appetit. And then he wants this, like, huge knife for cooking. So he's gotten – it's actually – it's awesome. He's gotten so into cooking. It's incredible. It's incredible. And I feel like I'm more of, like, the baker, and he's more of the cook. So we're kind of this good, like, balance. Totally. A little bit. But, I mean, you guys, Thanksgiving is coming up. That's so exciting. It's so exciting. I love Thanksgiving. More than Christmas? No. Never, yeah. But like... Second? Just the whole holidays. I don't know. I think I love 4th of July. Oh, okay. So That's a much. fun summer one. Yeah. Totally. So I think... And I love summer. Yeah. More. 4th of July is one of my favorites. You guys, I don't really like winter because this is really embarrassing, but <laughs> last... When was it? Spring? Like when it was still snowy. It was probably like February. I was... I go to UVU. I was walking. Go Wolverines. Woohoo. I was walking into UVU. You guys, I hope none of you saw this. I slipped on ice in the parking lot and fell like straight on my back. Like Aww. a freaking idiot. Aww. And I had to like, you know when you have to like stand up and like move your hair out of your face? Like you're just like trying to like. So flustered. Like, oh my gosh. So no one was like out walking around, but I'm sure people were sitting in their cars and got like a front row seat to that show that day. But I told her, I was like, you're not like a true winter person unless that happens to you. Everyone slips. Everyone I falls. Hate it. I it know. gives me anxiety. I know. I'm more afraid to drive in it than really? I am to like walk in it. Because I mean, I had, I have an all wheel drive car, but driving in it, I'm just way more afraid because I've only gotten in one car accident my whole life. And it was when it was raining. That surprises me because Jess is a crazy driver. Okay. I, I will, I'm not going to really deny, Yeah. but I'm way better. Like in high school, no, really, I am. Like in high school, I was crazy, crazy. In high school, I would go like 95 on the freeway I California. love you, but I wouldn't say way better. Really? I feel like I am. I Casey said I am when she was here. I'm really? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like I am. I'm safe, you guys. I do think I'm safe. I'm not like, I'm not like going to get like in trouble. Okay, she's giving <laughs> me like the meanest look. All I have to say is. I've only gone in one car accident and it was during the rain. And so now I'm like extra oh, afraid. It kind of gave me like a little PTSD. That makes sense. But what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? I'm going to North Carolina. and I she's will be in the desert dirt biking. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. And then having <laughs> Thanksgiving at my aunt's house. Very fun. I'm going to visit. My brother lives in North Carolina. And so I'm going with a few of my siblings to go visit him. And we're going to Hilton Head. Which is, like, by the beach. And it's actually in South Carolina. Beautiful. So that's going to be super fun. But I'm just – I love this time of year. Like, I feel like how can you be sad during this time of year? Well, it's dark and rainy, so sometimes I get sad. I get sad after Christmas is over. I told Kate, I'm like, I am content with snow before Christmas. After Christmas, I'm over it. Yeah, I'm over it. Because the holiday spirit's gone. And you guys were both born in February. And February is kind of the worst month. Can you agree with that? Yeah, in Utah. February, like even, even in other places. Because 
There's Why? N- because there's nothing to do in February. February, it's like, you're still, like, at least January, like, it's New Year's. People are, they have their resolutions. They're excited about something. They're getting a fresh start. February, and I'll just talk about Utah. It's cold, but it's, like, not super cold, but it's, like, in this, you still can't do stuff. And then Valentine's Day is a holiday, mm. but, like, no, like, I think Valentine's Day is so stupid. Really? I mean, I like it. Like I just don't really think about it that much, but I think February is the perfect month for a birthday because... You just have the holidays, and then you have Easter a few months, and it's right in between. And yeah. like, it's it like nice breaks for it up. it's nice for like it's all about you because there's nothing to do. Exactly, in February. that's why sure, I like it. sure. But like, I remember growing up, McKenna and Bobby tested this. I always like, I it's so fun because I used to have the. I feel like you did too. We had such fun birthday parties. So fun! I remember you guys. I still remember yes. to this day. One of Jess's birthday parties scavenger was a huge scavenger yeah. hunt around the whole town. That was we split so up, fun. Oh my gosh, we split up into two groups. And had to go, like, eat fries at In-N-Out and get a cinnamon roll from Go to the mall and, like, take a picture with a mannequin. Yes. Yeah. It was seriously the most fun birthday party ever. I, like, loved that. I, like, it was, still remember oh, that. I, like, still think it was so oh, fun. Oh, that's so I remember. I remember my team lost. And I remember thinking, like, why did my team lose? I am the birthday girl. You're like, they should have rigged, rigged it. Yeah, they should have. And this is why, you guys. I'm sorry. This is so stupid. But, so we had, like, I think my mom drove one car. Yes. And my mom is a crazy driver, too. Yes. And then Sister Pine, my yes. mom's, like, best friend. I was in her car, and I was really offended yes, that I she, wasn't in yours. I think I was in I was in Sister Pine's, I Oh, thought. so we were together? Maybe we were, because we remember. lost, because... So my, my neighborhood growing up had gates, and there was two gates. And there was one that was, like, directly next to my house, and one that got you in the middle. So you would have to, like, go in that gate and then go... It was, like... It'd make the drive a little bit longer. And Sister Pine took the longer well, gate. Well, because she didn't have the gate code <laughs> yes. for the second gate. And I was, like, so upset. I was, like, drop me off and let me hop over the fence. I will run in. Um, but anyway, I feel like in February, I always want to have, like, a swim birthday party. And, it, and a lot of times it was just, like, a little bit too cold. Yeah. Or, like, my 16th birthday party was a surprise party. Did you, did you go to that one? Yeah, I was there. And it was raining. And yeah. so we were all kind of just, like, inside, like, yeah. hey, like, what yeah. are we doing? It was fun, though. But anyway, we hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. I know it's a little early to say that, but we're yeah. excited. It's a great time to – I know it's going to be kind of unconventional this year, but totally. still try and make it fun. It'll still be fun. Have the holiday spirit. Yes. But today, we are talking about something that I think everybody needs to work on and everyone can do better at. Always. What is it, McKenna Kimball? It is confidence and self-esteem. <laughs> Woo! So we felt like this was perfect for, like, we talked about Pride last week. Did we talk about Pride last week? Two episodes ago. Oh, we talked about <laughs> Yes. We talked about Pride two episodes ago. What did we talk about last week? Um. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm positive because I just checked. Okay, it's okay. But we talked about Pride recently, and McKenna has a really cool quote that she wants to read. Yes, and we actually mentioned it. The reason we bring up the Pride episode is because we mentioned it in that um, episode. Because it's in the Talk Beware of Pride by Ezra Taft Benton. So he's talking about um, how self-esteem can totally relate to pride. Um, He said, The proud depend on the world to tell them whether they have value or not. Their self-esteem is determined by where they are judged to be on the ladders of worldly success. They feel worthwhile as individuals if the numbers beneath them in achievement, talent, beauty, or intellect are large enough. Pride is ugly. It says, if you succeed, I am I am a failure. And then, this is the quote we wanted to talk about. Um, he says, if we love God, do his will, and fear his judgment more than men's, 
we will always have self-esteem. I love that. I love that too. And we talked about that a little bit in the Pride episode and how true that is, but we kind of wanted to go more in depth because that's like a really good thing that I think every human struggles with at one point in their life or probably always, especially in the world we live in with um, social media and, you know, just the way our society is. Totally. Um, I think we all struggle sometimes with seeing our value and self-esteem and seeing our worth and being confident in ourselves. Yeah. Um, I think it's a big deal. No, 100%. I mean, I think a lot of people, it's hard not to get down on yourself and like have those feelings. Totally. But I, I do think so much of that comes from understanding who you are and like what you mean. And when we were preparing for this episode, I found this quote that I really liked. And this is a fairly old talk, but I just thought it was really good. It's by Elder Glenn L. Pace. And he's passed since, but it's a really, really good talk. And he's talking about basically confidence and self-worth. And he goes to say, he quotes the scriptures and he says, which it's actually ether, which is awesome because that was this week's come follow me. So kind of amazing. But he says, if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness that they they may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then will I make weak things become strong unto them. That's like a super famous scripture. But I just love that because I think having that perspective of like your weaknesses and your faults, like it's, there's all like a purpose for those things. Yeah. I think that's so important just not to be hard on ourselves because the whole reason for Christ's atonement is that we would make mistakes, right? Like if God knew we were going to come here and be perfect and not ever do anything wrong in our lives, there would be no need for Christ in the atonement. Totally. Um, and that's the whole plan, right? We come here to learn, to grow, to have experiences, and literally to make mistakes. Um, I so love I just that. think the process of making mistakes, I just think we have to go about it in the right way, like the way God would want us to. I think we should feel a little bit bad because yeah. you just feel bad when you do something wrong. Well, it doesn't feel good. And I love this talk because he talks about like so much of what he's saying is like that the Lord uses our weaknesses for good. Exactly. And I think having that perspective is really comforting, even during hard times. He goes on to say, and this totally goes into pride, but he says, ironically, both pride and lack of confidence cause us to focus exclusively on ourselves and to deny the power of God in our lives. Interesting. And I feel like that's a really cool sentence that he said, is just like, if we lack those things and we're prideful, like we just deny having, basically having God like explain our weaknesses to us and Mm -hmm. how we can use them. That's why I've always kind of thought about it. Yeah, totally. I like that a lot. I mean, kind of, has there been a time in your life where you have lacked confidence and how have you gotten out of that? Totally. I think, I mean, like I said, I think everyone goes through that a lot. Like a lot, a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, it like goes day to day. No, Like yeah. sometimes I'm like, I'm super confident and sometimes I'm just not. Um, I feel like the times I'm for sure the most confident in myself and my abilities um, is when I'm like closest to God. Like yeah. hands down. When I'm reading my scriptures every day, when I'm really praying and asking God what he needs me to do, what I can do, you know, to serve other people, um, I think that's the time where I feel really confident because that confidence comes directly from God and my knowledge of being a daughter of God and that he really needs me to do things, you know, on earth for him. So I think that really is helpful and plays a big role in my confidence. Yeah. So I so I love EFY. I'm like a huge supporter. I think we both are. We I we will make our kids go to EFY. Like it changed our lives. It's a like, requirement in my house. I can full 
like confidently say that EFY had an impact on my faith in my life. Me too. And I'm really grateful for it. And I think a big moment for me, I think in high school, when you're young, it's so hard not to be insecure. I feel like you're like, especially middle school, like you're breaking out, your body's changing. You know, it's so hard not to compare yourself. And I just remember that EFY song. And this EFY song, you guys, like it literally like changed my life. It was one of my favorite songs. But it's just, it's called Even When You're Broken. Do you remember this love song? Love that one. By Even Julie Yardley. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah. And I just love that. Basically, guys, the whole message of the song is like, no matter where you're at, like, Heavenly Father loves you and that's okay. Like, even when you're at, like, the lowest points in your life. And that song, every time that I would have those feelings of, like, self-confidence issues or self-worth issues, I'd always remember, like, I am so important. Like, yeah. I am. Like, I am a daughter of a king. I know that was such a huge thing pushing young women. It's like, guys, your daughter is a king. Like one year, yeah. But it's so true. And it's we should, like, be so excited and yeah. pumped about it. Like, we are made how we're made for our purpose. And that's amazing. Can I tell you the times I felt the least confident? Yeah, tell me. In my life, I feel the least confident when I am on social media a lot, Mm. when I'm comparing myself to other people, and when I'm really concerned about how I look, my appearance, what Mm. other people think of me. Um, I feel like when I get in those kind of ruts of like, oh, I hope this outfit looks good. Or like, Oh, I, I just care a lot about what I look like or what other yeah. how other people see me. That is when my confidence like mm. goes way down. Goes crazy, yeah. It goes way down. Yeah. And I just so like recognizing that is important yeah. too. Like recognizing you guys the moments where you feel like uh, like where you feel insecure and and honestly separating yourself from those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's it's good that you're aware of that. Yeah. So I there was this is actually super funny, but I I actually think I'm a really confident person. Yeah. Like my whole life, like I've had my moments, but I'm a pretty confident person in myself and who I am. And I think this is like a huge reason why. So this is so funny. I, have, I don't know if I've told this story before. I can't remember. But in middle school, you guys, I'm not going to say this kid's name. Like not like he listens to this podcast or anything. But he, there was this kid. And I remember my first day of seventh grade, I remember all of these girls, because I was new to this school, were like obsessed with this boy. And from the outside, you guys, I did not, like, think he was very cute. I didn't think he was very, like, I just was like, oh, like, he's just a normal kid. And I was like, why do all these girls like him? And all the guys wanted to be his friend. And I remember halfway through the year, I got to know this kid. And then I started to have a crush on him. And I liked him because he was so nice. He was so outgoing. His personality, you guys, came through. And he was so confident. And my main thing in life is fake it till you make it, you guys. Fake it till you make it and pray for that confidence and pray for those self-esteem issues. And they do come. Like, you only have one life, like, this, like, in on this life. So what's the point of living one life and, and hating your body and hating your personality and hating what you look like? I love that. Okay. You know what I mean? I follow this lady on Instagram and she posted a story is today. Is it Hooper Fit? Yeah. Guys, McKenna, we've talked about this. McKenna's obsessed with this girl. I don't think we have talked about it on here. I think I've mentioned it like to troll you. She's great. She is great. Follow her. So she posted, it's not from her, but she's, um, her post said, I just read something that said, think of the person you love most in the world. Why do you love them? I bet it has nothing to do with what they look like or their body. And I just feel like everything something needs to hear. So I think that's so important. And um, there was that general conference talk a while ago 
And I can't remember exactly the details, but this mom had a daughter that didn't want to go to, like, mutual or was insecure about something. Um, And her mom told her, like, you know what? Worry about what you look like at home. Like, get cute. Put a cute outfit on. Do your hair. Look as nice as you want to look. Yes. But then the second you leave home, don't think about it. Just, like, focus Mm. on other people. And I feel like I really tried to do that in high school. Like, when I kind of felt down. And my mom would tell me stuff like that. Um... But I seriously, you guys remember the most fun, I think it was like youth conference or a steak dance that I went to. And I really was like, I'm going to try to live by that. Like, I'm going to try to just like not think about myself or what I look like or how I look to other people. Like, I'm I'm just not going to care. And I tried to look for the people that like were sitting by themselves or like didn't really have friends or and try to like go help them have fun. And it was seriously like the most fun I've ever had. And so I just think that and that boosted my confidence. Like I felt good about myself. I was having fun. And I think that's really says a lot about, yeah. like, where confidence and self-esteem comes from. I don't really think it comes from what you look like or no. what you're wearing. And I think our society yeah. has gone that so mixed up. Yeah. And not to say you can't, like, feel good about yourself and wear makeup and, you know, dress cute. That's totally fine. But I feel like when I'm so focused on that rather than yeah. other people or looking outward, yeah. that's when I am not confident. Well, and you radiate. Like, I feel like when you are kind and you're nice and you're personable and compassionate, like, people want to be around those people. Yeah. No one wants to be around somebody that's mean and condescending and prideful. Like, they just don't – I don't care how pretty you are. Yeah. People want to be around, like, intelligent people, kind people. Like, that is so important. Yeah. And I want to talk about something that's a side note but I think is also important – you guys, perfection. I know that we've gotten into that, but I don't know if any of you watch The Real Housewives. I don't, but there's now The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And I'm just going to bring this up really quick because this really bothered me. So I didn't watch the episode, but I watched some highlights and every single person that's on The Real Housewives is not a member of the church. The problem was. No, all of them are either like, they were, but they're not anymore. Not okay. one is a current member of the church. Well, or they're inactive, you mean? They're inactive. Okay. But, like, they're anti. Like, they're not, like... Okay, okay. Yes. And the entire episode, you guys, was very bashing on the church. And they talked about, like, the perfection that the church ensues in people. And I just want to put this out there, you guys. There is no doctrine and no in our gospel about being perfect. Like, we, yes, we want to strive to be our best. But, like, we're not perfect. Yeah. And I didn't I, – I got so upset because I was, like, that is putting this, like – like, yes, there are people in our religion who are judgy and do these things. But you know what? There's good and bad in everything. Yeah. And no matter where you are, if you're in Utah, if you're in California, if you're in New York, like, there's going to be people that are like that. And you can't be perfect. And there is that scripture that says, be therefore perfect, yeah. like me, you yeah. know? But I just want to emphasize, too, that that doctrine of being perfect is because we are perfect in Christ. And we've talked about this on episodes before, so go listen. But the doctrine is that once we are baptized and we take upon ourselves the name of Christ, he makes all the difference. So even if we make mistakes, we are perfect in him, through him, because we are baptized in his name, if that makes sense. And that perfection is going to happen, like, like not in this life. (laughs) Yeah. But I just want to clarify that it does say that in scripture, but the meaning of that is because we are one with Christ, not because we ourselves are expected to be perfect. And I just wanted to emphasize that because I feel like that is a stigma in our church, that we put this, this vast of, like, nobody's good enough. Yeah. And I never felt that way, you guys. Like we this is what we're talking about in this episode is weaknesses, like we have them for a reason. We have challenges for a reason. Please don't let those like 
take over your life. Like, make them strengths. And I really love this, and I want to read this, and I kind of want to get McKenna's perspective. This is such a cool quote. It's by President George Q. Cannon, and it says, There was a period when we, with Jesus and others, basked in the light of the presence of God and enjoyed his smiles. We are the children of God, and as his children, there is no attribute we ascribe to him that we do not possess. Though they may be dormant or in embryo, the mission of the gospel is to develop these powers and make us like our heavenly parent. I love that. How cool is that? That's so cool. And I think that's so true. Um, I think we literally are all children of God and we do have potential to become exactly like God if that's what we want. Like David Butler talked, well, I don't know if he said that in our episode. He's talked about it before. Yeah, he's amazing. God is such a loving God that if we don't want to be like him one day that's he's not gonna stop us you know but but if we do choose to become like god which is where we'll be the most happy is that's totally we're totally capable of doing that which is so incredible incredible amazing whatever no it is amazing and i want to talk about like how you find that confidence i feel like i really found like true self-worth and love to myself um definitely from the gospel like yes it's a gospel podcast and there was other aspects that definitely helped me but really like gaining a true testimony and like recognizing who I am and what my, that I have a purpose that all of us have something divine that we are meant to do in this life. Like that is so cool. That is so cool that we are put on this earth to do something incredible. Yeah. And it might be my new, it might not be the president of the United States or the prophet of our church, but like, we're still like, we are just as important. And I love that. I think that's amazing. Um, the church on their website, you guys, I am like such a huge pusher for the gospel library. If you ever have any questions, literally type it in the gospel library. Yep. Type in like vaccines in the gospel. You can look up anything. It's like so cool. But they talk a lot about 10 ways to boost your confidence. And I thought it'd be fun if we like went through these and yeah. like maybe talk about it. Number one is think positively. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I think that can really help a lot. Um, when you're feeling down or just anything is trying to flip the situation, seeing the good, like President Yagi said in yeah. General Conference, like count it all joy. Love He's that. He's like, this year has been really hard. We've had a lot of hardships in the world, in our family, but we're trying to count it all joy and see the positive and make yeah. everything good, even when the world would tell you it's not. And I love that because I yeah. think that has a huge impact on your confidence. Well, I love what this says. Know that whatever comes, you can handle it with the Lord's help. Love that. That's amazing. Number two is pray to learn how to overcome. Love that. I have such a strong testimony that the Savior will help you overcome anything. Yeah. If you put some effort in and ask him to help too. Yeah. I love this too. It talks about pray to remember what you learned. Write it down. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a really cool thing that, honestly, I, I want to do that more. I could do that more. I don't ever do that. Yeah. I don't ever think, I'm going to write this down, this impression I have. And I am such a firm believer in writing things down, you guys. Like, there's just studies that show, like, if you're trying to do a goal, writing it down. Number three is take care of your appearance. Totally. That's an interesting one. I think one that most, a lot of people would not necessarily think about. Yeah, I remember but, having a, um, activity days when that was a thing. Oh my gosh. I literally remember having an activity day, like activity, I guess, um, at Angela Haycock's house. Uh, Shout out to Angela yes. Um, and it was literally about, like, hygiene and, like, okay. taking care yes. of yourself. I think that's a big deal because think about it, it guys. When you're, like, sick or, you know, when you're, like, sick and you feel so gross, yeah. you're, like, haven't showered and, like, mm-hmm. you just feel disgusting, you don't feel good. Yeah. You don't feel good. Like... Your spirit doesn't feel good. You're, you physically don't feel good. Yeah. So I think taking care of our appearance is a lot more than just like 
putting makeup on or wearing nice clothes. It's like hygiene. Well, and I feel like what I was talking about of faking till you make it. There's been times, you guys, where I was invited to something. I was in my pajamas. I looked disgusting. I didn't want to go. And I pushed myself and made myself take a shower, made myself get makeup on, and I went out and pushed myself. And just like there is something about like washing your hair, your hair being clean. Being clean. Like being clean and it it like you look good and then immediately like your heart and your personality like feels good. Yeah. It's just it's just true. And I don't know if this is still the case, but in the old missionary handbook, it's mm. literally in there and it says shower daily. And wow. I don't think that's because like they want us look you know, I don't think it's about appearance. I think it really is about feeling yeah. good about yourself yeah. and having a good mental, you know, yeah. like state. Well I think when people get in like the pits of depression and anxiety, like they don't do those things. Yeah. Like that's and one that of the first really things help. that goes is like personal care yes and letting yourself go and like if your inside is happy like you're outwardly gonna be happy totally um going along with that the next one is eat right and exercise i am such a firm believer in this and i could be so much better oh me too i will be honest yeah but i made a goal to work out three days a week i've done it only one week (laughs) but i'm really trying hard because as much as it sucks to like not sleeping on my day off like i've been waking up at eight that's not that early but like i would usually wake up at nine and sleep in a little bit. Like I'm not working. I don't have school that day. I'm pushing myself to wake up, go to the gym, get out of my warm bed. And as much as that's hard, my, I get, I do it. And I'm so glad I did it. Yes. You feel so much better. Yes. And eating right. You guys, that's just, like I said, inwardly, if you're healthy, outwardly, you're going to be healthy. That's yeah. just how it is. Totally. The next one is get enough sleep. Interesting. Miss, I miss stayed up till 5.30 the other day. Oh, goodness, guys. <laughs> I think I'll two times a But I'm a firm believer in that because if I don't get enough sleep, at least like seven hours, yeah. I, my body gets sick. I like to shut down. You do. I just don't feel good. Another thing along with getting enough sleep and another thing I could do better at, but I've tried to, is if I, if my goal is to go to bed at 10, I will put my phone away an hour before and you can like put it on do not disturb or like 30 minutes before. And, like, really having, like, a technology break and, like, read a book, you know, like, literally lie in bed and just, like, get relaxed. Drink some, like, chamomile tea and, like, relax yourself. Like, really winding down and, like, looking at a screen right before bed is not good for your eyes, one, and doesn't really help us relax. Yeah, I love that. So that's a good thing to start. Um, This one's really cute is be nice. (laughs) Be nice. I, I really love that. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Well, this is so much about service. When I when I first read Be Nice, I immediately thought like youth conference 2013 going, this is so funny, but like going and doing Mormon Helping Hands. It's not called that anymore, but it was. And being so mad that I had to go. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, you guys. I was like, I don't want to pick up leaves at Sister Baba's house. I'm tired. <laughs> I want to go to Taco Bell. And I remember I went and I remember this old lady, you guys, it like makes me want to cry. We were helping her because her husband had passed away. She couldn't clean her yard. And I remember feeling so bad that I complained about it. And then just so happy that I went. Like afterward, I felt so good. I could see how happy she was. And that made me happy. Yeah. It's so funny how that works. But that is totally true. If you're ever feeling down, go serve somebody. Really. Definitely. Really. The the next one is be grateful. I love that. that. I love that. You're only as happy as you are grateful. Count your blessings. Yeah. I mean, this is so fitting for Thanksgiving, but count your blessings, you guys. Like, we are so blessed. There are people in the world who don't even have half the things we have. And we complain about, like, the most minute things. Mm -hmm. Be grateful. 
The next one is get yourself credit. This is, oh, give yourself credit. I was like, wait, is this talking about like Like credit cards? (laughs) I'm like, I mean, you should get credit. You should get credit. Give yourself credit. I love that. I think that's true because God gives us so much credit, you guys. He's so happy with everything we're doing in life, honestly. And even when he is a little bit disappointed, I'm sure it's like a pat on the back and he's like, you know what? That wasn't the best, but you got it. You know, like. But like recognizing yourself, like giving yourself love. Like I did this today. Like I finished this essay and I got a B plus. I thought I would get a D and I got a B and I'm happy. Like give yourself credit and love. I, that's like huge. Totally. Um, organize your space. I love having a clean. Yes. And I've actually recently read an article. It was like a mom article. I swear I'm like a mom, you guys. But a little bit. She is. I'm totally am. She's going to get married and have a baby within like six months. Oh, gosh. No way. But there was an article about um, like keeping your house clean. Like God is a God of order, a God of cleanliness, yes. you know. And it was this mom that was writing and she was like, I feel awful about this because my house is a mess. I have little kids. Mm. There's kids toys everywhere. And she just had a really strong impress- impression that... That's not exactly what that meant. She was like, I had a really strong impression that God doesn't care that my kids' toys are all over the floor. Yeah. It's not really about that. It's just about being clean and having a clean mind space and a clean area. You know, she's like, it it wasn't as much about, like, the kid clutter or the things around, but I like that. And in my my own life, like, I know that if I'm I'm stressed – and on top of my stress, I come home and my house is a mess. Yes. That adds to my stress. Totally. It just does. Like Me it, too. it just does. And I that, love having a clean space. Yes. It, it's it's relaxing. And I love this. It says you'll be surprised at how good it feels to have everything in its place. Yeah. 150%. Totally. So the very last one, and this one's really cool, is make a list of your strengths and talents. Mm. I think this is really cool. I love that it said you could ask your close friends and family to help. I know it's kind of awkward to be like, I'm gonna write down my talents, but I think that's a really good idea to, like, maybe ask people, like, hey, I mean, that's kind of funny, but close friends and family, don't, maybe don't put it on your Instagram. (laughs) No, but I think that's helpful to recognize who you are and what people think about you. I feel like um, I try my best when I have these feelings, and I get them occasionally, where I've just hung out with one of my friends, and I feel this impression, like, text them and just tell them like how grateful you are for them Hmm. and like that you're grateful that they're your friend my friend katie colebrook is really good at this every time she hangs out with me every time she texts me after and she goes that was so much fun i love you thank you for getting lunch with me you're a great friend Hmm. and it's like such a little thing yeah but i'm like i'm a great friend yeah it it means a lot like boost people up it really that really does help too and i love this too before you leave for the day kneel down and express gratitude for everything on the list all those talents, all those strengths. I think that's a really cool thing. And I think pray for self-confidence, you guys. Pray for ways to find self-confidence. Yeah. Those were the 10 things I just felt like we should share. I thought those were really cool and helpful. I love all of those. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it's a lifelong journey. Like you're going to have moments where you're really not self-confident. But remembering who you are and like your purpose. And it, relying on God. And relying on God. Totally. Amen. 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 That was a good one. That was just a needed one. I feel like I needed to like talk about it. You know what I mean? We love you guys. We hope you have a happy week and in a few weeks, a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy (laughs) everything. Happy holidays. We love you. Thanks for listening. XOXO. Gospel Gospel gals. gals. I did.